Shira, and we're ready. <laughs> Shira. Yes. Um, that's us. So today we will be talking to the creative genius, the creator himself. Of what? 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 Homicide McCloud, the most dangerous gumshoe known to man. What? <laughs> that's right. We've got him here on our podcast. Mostly because he can't escape the house that we live in together. <laughs> and what the hell is Homicide McCloud, y'all, for the people who don't know? It is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. I agree. Uh, that is the correct answer. Yeah. So Homicide McCloud is now two movies going on more. Going um, <laughs> on more. Going on more. That is a good um, about a, a, an awesome homicidal gumshoe named Homicide McCloud who goes after bad guys and everyone in between, mostly by blowing off heads, punches to the testicles and penis. Um, and shooting off dicks. Yeah, shooting off dicks. A lot oh. of naughty language, a lot of weird villains that come from all kinds of places and dimensions and space and he basically just um he doesn't care what laws he breaks or the laws don't apply yeah the rules don't apply to him so the whole idea of the character i've been explaining it to people lately as um it's like dick tracy tropes but um r-rated ninja turtle storylines so (laughs) (laughs) it's basically like you're getting because it's it's on the trauma digital platform so trauma is famous for the toxic avenger which is you know like a spoof of the superhero genre but it's super gross and inappropriate and over the top and it was like a midnight movie that people love so it's like that but instead of being superhero it's spoofing like the gumshoe genre detective and then because i like the 80s movies and like dirty harry and lethal weapon and death wish most of yeah and death wish (laughs) death wish three um most of it is just excessive violence and then being a south park kid it's just naughty language nonstop. oh hell yes that's what it is and i just went up to uh the big traumathon weekend yes tell us uh, all about it so i had a merch booth at the traumathon event um that they held at the mahoning drive-in just outside Um, of philly just outside of philly a lot of people from philly were there a lot of people from new york and the trauma team were there so um it was really cool is it yearly Uh, do they do this? It is an thing? annual thing. Yeah. So they, they've done it since 2000. And, um, you know, I just know of the legend, but I'm pretty sure the origin of the story goes that Lloyd Kaufman crashed Sundance and put on Troma Dance right across the street <laughs> back in 2000 and showed like a bunch of indie movies. And then they've been doing it ever since. And so the event now was like a three-day drive-in event that they called Traumathon. So on Friday, 
they showed uh, three trauma movies and then Saturday night was the big night. And Lloyd was there, Lloyd Kaufman, the head of trauma and the guy who created oh the Toxic God. Avenger. He was there all three days for like autographs and free signings and pictures and stuff. But then they did uh, all the Toxic movies on Saturday night on the drive-in screen. And uh, the night started with Lloyd Kaufman's personal 35 millimeter print of the Toxic Avenger, which was super, super sweet. And then Sunday was the Troma Dance Film Festival and they did a block of shorts. And then they showed uh, the two winners of Troma Dance, which was The Secret of Cuck Island. Um, and then they did another block and then they did another feature, which was Divide and Conquer. Um, and so those are like the two new trauma movies that they all right. So yeah, like, so that was yeah, that's awesome. what I was gonna ask. These are new movies made by yeah. new. Yep. So creators. like they did like nostalgia Friday, Saturday driving at the movies, did like the event, and then Sunday was the actual trauma dance film festival part of it, which was like all new stuff. And you know, the short blocks range from like you know short films to music videos and all that stuff that and, had been selected and they have their app they have the trauma now app which has um it's like their streaming service and they have all the old mm -hmm. stuff on there but then they're also always i think every month they put on new movies yeah. that they get on their yeah, streaming they're platform const they're constantly acquiring new movies so like you can you can submit it and yeah, see you if can they're submit gonna to see if it'll be like of the trauma spirit as they say yeah oh. so homicide the the first homicide movie homicide mcleod um is on the trauma now app and the sequel homicide never dies is gonna be on the trauma now app uh shortly probably in the next few months yeah it'll be on there soon um but you can also watch both movies for free yep. right now at homicidemcleod.com yep. um, and we'll link it in the pod. And yeah, so they're free on the web. So you can go to homicidemcleod.com, watch the first one and the second one and just stream them for free. And you can also buy merch on the website too. So you can get, if you wanted hard copies of the movie on DVD, we have those. And then we have like, I think on the website we have guitar picks and then um, there's an artist uh, called Lustful Tunes who did some artwork for the characters for us and yeah. it's super it's super badass. There's so some we, sweet artwork up there. I yeah like thanks yeah it's awesome and so his pieces that he did we had turned into stickers so like I've got stickers of they're all showing three. me on the wall right now yeah <laughs> Lucy uh but they um yeah so it's just rad like it's cool right now because we have like some cool homicide McCloud like stuff and it feels like stuff's bubbling around it and yeah. I'm getting I'm getting excited about making the next movie um the next so, movie the next one what is that never stop never stop um Tell so, me all about it. so the next one is gonna be a spin-off movie so okay. i wanted to make a movie because i i play homicide too so oh what what? yeah so hold on hold on <laughs> let's back up a little bit before we talk about the next movie let's talk a little bit about we talked about like what the movie is, who the character is, but get kind us of in line, what, Lucy. Yeah, yeah what? What? <laughs> this is just this. It's just jumping all over the place. We're going to talk about stuff that 
there's no there's no background for. I want to talk a little bit about um, what how did you start making homicide? The introduction of the character that's going to be in the spinoff from where you first started with homicide even before the movie, and then we'll we'll kind of go into the that and why the spinoff movie is coming. So how did homicide start? Why did you want to do it? What was the journey from your initial idea to then the first movie and then to homicide never dies in the spinoff um okay so homicide mcleod is like the ultimate comic book fantasy uh escapism stuff that i'm like super into so um i like comic books like the goon or stuff like Hellboy Lobster Johnson and Lobster Johnson so yeah. um and I really like Ninja Turtles I like supernatural storylines I like interdimensional storylines and stuff like that so then and I also really like South Park and I really like trauma movies so I always and I love punk music so I yeah. like I like crude shit and I like <laughs> stuff that's like um, I don't know, like rough around the edges and then it's just, it's cool because it's cool. So that was what Homicide McCloud was. It's like a dirty, like, um, garage band movies. Ooh, I like that description. Yeah. And it started as dirty garage episode filmings. There were about yeah. six episodes that we did prior to- I remember to that garage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. On YouTube, we did shorts. And then I, we did that for a couple years amongst some other things, just having fun making stuff in Atlanta. And then we wanted to make a movie and we had made six homicide shorts. So then, uh, you were literally like, well, I don't see why we couldn't make a movie. So let's just do that. Yeah. So we made a movie out of homicide and then it ended up like as as ridiculous and stupid and shitty as the movie is it ended up better than i thought it was gonna be yeah see that's awesome so that is awesome so then the (laughs) second one when we did it uh we did it right before the lockdown i don't know like there was just like a level of confidence going into making it like where it was like okay and we have most of the same team together and then when the lockdown happened then it just forced me to learn how how to use After Effects and do a couple things. And then we got creative and like Justin um, did an action figure sequence because we didn't film something. And um, my film buddy, Josh Stifter, did an animated sequence because we couldn't film something. And then by the time we got done with the whole movie, it ended up just being like the weird multimedia thing that I've always liked anyway it ended up it ends up playing and I and I'm aware of it now but remember when you would watch Kablam like top to block that is exactly what I thought of top to bottom you watch Kablam and so it's like you get like all these different things happening like cartoons and the action and like all this stuff but um I like what like what I'm doing because there's other people that are doing what we're doing um too like I always bring up danger five now is a good Mm. like 
you know, we're clearly inspired by Danger 5. And so if you know what Danger 5 is, then you know the kind of ridiculous shit that they're doing, which is very like Team America shit. And, you know, it's all just you're combining puppets and action figures and live action and all this stuff. And ridiculous concepts. Yeah, and ridiculous stuff. But treating it in such a way as though it could be interchanged at any given time, like at any moment, it could go from cartoon to live action. And I, I like serious, just, like you right, exactly, exactly, exactly. And, 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 and that's the whole thing. It's not, you know, it's I, not I, a joke to the characters, and it's not a joke to no, us as the people real. making it. So, like, it's not. You don't get like the um, Deadpool tongue in cheek yeah, breaking the no, fourth wall. It's yeah. not any of that. It's really no fourth wall. right. There's none of that. It is everything that's happening is serious to the people. It's happening to it this is, is so real life. Funny. <laughs> like exactly, you know, you know. I, they believe that they're badass, and you're watching it like, what the what hell? Are you doing? It's like the whole MacGruber thing. It's like it the is. Whole it is the Ari, it is the MacGruber thing and MacGruber's a huge inspiration yeah. it's like I was thinking about like aesthetically like what are the inspirations so you know like yes I like the goon and I like Hellboy and I like Ninja Turtles but in reality like Kung Pao is clearly a huge inspiration yeah. on this MacGruber is clearly yeah. a huge inspiration on this and Pootie Tang is clearly an inspiration <laughs> on this just like it's so over the top ridiculous and just silly and I liked it like because it's not just I think a lot of people fall into like the the shock value of what they're making there like it has to shock people and it has to be super offensive in this specific kind of way and we have a lot of that and I always forget that like I'm not easily offended so stuff that's in there that I'm like who's who's going to be offended by that is like super offensive to the majority of people, people and I yeah just, yeah um but it's it's silly too we're not afraid of things just being kind of goofy kind of silly kind of <laughs> you know it's not everything has to be ripping a dick off some of it is just like foot stomping and you're like why did they what? even why, why did, did that happen weird you're a weirdo <laughs> exactly exactly just you know the characters in awkward situations the characters just being silly and looking at each other like what the fuck is wrong with you like yeah. all yeah. of that stuff um so it did it did go from the episodes where it was really just homicide and then for the movie it was like okay well we need a oh, cool yeah. dynamic yeah. um and so one of the things that sean was really like able to pull from I guess something that's just really funny and fun is that father-son relationship that kind of mentor-mentee relationship but with the the tinge of father-son and that's where which um, came from Indiana Jones yeah that's Indiana Jones yes. that's because um, I like the last crusade so much so it's like you know and Steven Spielberg like they they're open about it where I was like well when we were thinking about doing Indiana Jones 3 I was like who's going to be his dad and they were like well James Bond would be Indiana Jones's dad. <laughs> so then they that's why they got Sean Connery because they were like, well, it would be James Bond. Well duh. Um, yeah. So in my head, I knew that being a movie fan, I knew that already. And you, clearly that's why they chose Sean Connery. But <laughs> in my thinking, I was like, okay, well, he could have a dad. And then who, who would who would his dad be? And I was like, well, if I'm making schlocky like B movie crap the best are like the black exploitation movies so i was like oh my god his dad <laughs> like, like, his dad should be yeah 
like the combination of like slaughter black guns shaft like all that stuff yeah no. one guy <laughs> He's and amazing. then it'll just make everything even more ridiculous and over the top. Especially, and then, and it was a reason to put Randall in the movie. Like, let's be serious. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yes. And of course, he's your father. Like, that's why. Wow. Yeah, like, wait, what? Exactly. Because for years he would joke about like that Grandpa Randall shit. Yeah, exactly. That coupled with I'm just trying to be a good coach. Yeah, he's like and you're that, an asshole. That's why I think it works because so many people and like. I keep getting like the response of like, you know, like we really like Homicide McLeod or it gets like a good people laugh at it, which it makes me really, really happy. Yeah. And then I just think about like for years, we've done nothing but cut up and laugh. So <laughs> when you can capture that, yes. it's going to make other people laugh because we yeah. laugh while we're making it. It's like we're just hanging out. And it's a silly dynamic because as Sean mentioned, so Sean is in it. Sean is is white. Sean is a white man and i have never <laughs> ever looked at myself and thought yeah. white. <laughs> he stole Fuck you. <laughs> and randall is like slaughter you know he is spoiler <laughs> what <are> you- <laughs> <laughs> so and randall is is black and so one of the things that has come up in some of the commentary is so this guy is his dad this is his son and we're just not really sure how that happened but that's I mean that's just the reality of the movie and they go for it and it is never explained it's not something that's (laughs) delved into at all yeah I mean like as far as this universe is concerned it's super machismo like that's part of the stereotype and the like he, he like they never mention his mom like never. where did he come from yeah, like, nope. what was and it none of it, none of it's important like no. those are not important details they don't <laughs> exist in the universe so just, they'll never be explored like i already wrote the third one i already know this is over it doesn't <laughs> matter it does not matter oh my god it's so funny well which is funny too because so we did that in 2017 and i um watched neon joe after we had made the movie now neon joe came out i think before we had made the movie but i i didn't see it before but anyway his dad in that show was a black dude and he's a white dude and so that i like i was just like okay so clearly there's a creative way like motherfuckers think this type of shit's funny <laughs> and um, it is and it is it <laughs> we works we are so together on this yes yeah it was good so uh and the the thing that i like about it and uh, and uh, people have sent it back my way of just saying it's funny and badass and i'm like yeah that's the thing it's yes. what we're going for yeah like we're making fun like you know like i love john wick like we're making fun of john wick and homicide sometimes you know yeah the yes. excessive because in john wick like he doesn't just shoot somebody in the head one time he shoots them in the head like seven times and you're like you okay dude. like they what are the that's more than a double tap so their face like a, is gone yeah, there's a scene in the sequel of homicide McCoy, homicide never dies with a gun he's just shooting it just bang 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 you're like okay dude yes. <laughs> it doesn't stop yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just keeps it keeps going yeah. uh, it's never enough never it's enough extreme exactly you need 
the extreme in your you life. You do. And well, that's... I mean, and I even think about, you know, going back to things that inspire some of the Shaw brothers, Kung Fu with the bright red blood and just some of those, like if you go back and watch those, there's like excessive violence in those and the red blood is like so yeah. like they're awesome they're absolutely <laughs> awesome that's what it um, is so yeah so you know we had to introduce slaughter in the universe but that is the next movie is the spin-off movie for slaughter mcleod yeah. he gets his own straight up black exploitation movie nice. yeah. yeah so I'm we're so doing excited. All- so excited so yeah we're so we're doing old man slaughter and i'm excited about it because i don't have to be in front of the camera so it's going to be like an experiment in oh you're not going to be in it at all no it's not a homicide movie it's just about his dad so it's just old man slaughter yeah it's just going to be and i i'll just say it's old man slaughter versus robots so it's it's going to be more like terminator blade runner bullshit (laughs) yeah like uh like one night movies like uh out for justice or like yeah i think out for justice is a great comparison it's gonna be out for justice is the one that i was thinking about when i when i was writing it like oh yeah it'll be like blade runner one night to get them did one badass night and so then are you um, filming it now or i knew we were go- so we were going to we were going to and then the covid crap happened and we're trying to get our kids vaxxed and all yeah, that so yes. then the kids will be vaccinated soon and what i'm gonna do is i was gonna make it in january but then we decided to do it in july anyway we're gonna make it in january so I'm letting everybody know, like, officially who was attached to do anything in July that we'll be doing in January, which will make sense because it's a slower time. Yeah. And, like, it's if not you, hot as a lot, a lot of studios um, aren't temperature controlled. So in the summer, it's that's really balls. Oh, and especially if you do sweating. makeup or anything like that, you're just sweating. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But in the winter, in the winter, a lot of them will have a room or something. You can close the door and put a space heater mm-hmm. in there. And at least your actors or people who are just hanging out can stay warm. And there's not, you know. And it's easier to fake not being cold than it is to fake not being hot. Yeah, just having motherfuckers sweating the whole time. And just being like, (laughs) and it's gross. And for some scenes that could work, but not. It could work, yeah, yeah, yeah. But But you just, that's what the water spray is for. That's that fake sweat. Um, And then, you know, there's, there's more on the horizon after old man slaughter and and there's more on the horizon post homicide too, um, or as well. So, you know, we're, we've got some ideas for some more fun things. One of the things coming up, I am, we have to do a 4D theater experience for this thing that we're, that's it, in, that's in the brain. I have to do a 4D theater experience for something that we do. You know, like the Muppets used to be? Oh, okay. Like, remember okay. we went and saw that Muppet yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. Or like they have uh they have like that alien experience at at uh, Universal. Oh my god, that was fabulous with the blood going on. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like something licked my neck. Did it though, or are you just like it, it totally did? It yeah. Now obviously, back of my neck. We don't have Disney dollars, so it, it <laughs> we're not gonna have some fake alien licking your neck. But uh, <laughs> we, we don't can, have. To. We will lick your neck. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go around. I'll go around licking your neck. <laughs> <laughs> 
You'll see me. It's not even going to be dark. You're going to be like, what the fuck is she doing? Will. There will be Lucy running around in some Why? kind of costume or not. You? You'll be like, thanks for coming. <laughs> what a creep. Don't worry, you're getting licked. Before <laughs> you leave, you're going to get a good licking. You'll get a licking. That's right. So, um, yeah, but um, and anyway, Lucy, your co-host on Shira, is also a part of this madness. Yes, that's yeah, what I, I say. To say. Like you've been talking about it. Yeah, you produce this stuff. Yes, so explain that. I help produ- produce it. Um, it takes a lot of hands and eyes and things to help do it. So I've manned a camera. I do a good amount of the makeup for like special effects and things like that. Um, I help script supervise. I help. Um, what is it called when you make sure the director looks at what you just shot to be like, is this what you really wanted? Cause you played Baltimore. Yeah. Oh yeah. I played Baltimore and Homicide Never Dies. Yeah, you character. were actually an actor. Yeah. In the movie. I was and, in the movie. And had a, we had our four month old on yeah, set Arthur. the whole time we were making it. So the whole movie would have to go, like we would just stop when he would need to feed. I'd be yeah. like, sorry, I gotta whip my chin out and feed this baby real quick. And and so we would, yeah. like, that was how we were making the movie. It was just like, oh, well, gotta stop. No matter what we're doing, <laughs> gotta stop. All right, we'll resume shortly. Well, and there's actually- And everyone a- was really cool about it. They were just like, yeah, whatever, it's all good. It's we're having so fun. Cute so cute there's a scene and if you look really closely in homicide never dies there's a scene where you can see a little baby hand come up because i was actually feeding him but we like <laughs> couldn't stop we were really just trying to get done so i was like all right let me just feed him and you can see just a little baby hand come up from the bottom of the screen right before it comes. Just, we just angled the camera so arthur's cut off <laughs> yeah you can't see him but he's there and that's why you get this little baby hand it's great and at the end of um at the end of homicide the first one no not the first one i'm an idiot at the you end of labor and you have another child. no there's <laughs> arthur is a baby arthur is in the scene he has a yeah. cameo as baby homicide yeah our son arthur plays oh baby yeah, yeah, yeah yeah at the end of the, at the, end of the second one yeah then, um, um but um right now i'm trying to i mean with all this covid crap it's lame but we really want to do a screening this fall because we haven't done a proper screening in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so hoping to do that, um, hoping to make the new movie in January. Um, I'm in the early stages of, I'm going to, uh, it's going to happen. So I'll just say it, but I want to do, it'll be like a Dick Tracy kind of style comic book strip with the homicide characters. I don't know how many will get made, but at least, you know, one of those will be out probably within a year and then yeah that'll be cool but we're gonna be uh, up um at videodrome in atlanta on saturday with the table again um promoting homicide uh at the video store um and josh stifter will be out there with me um promoting uh, his comic books and stuff so we're just gonna be out there as like trauma independent filmmakers doing our thing yep so awesome Stuff right. is happening. It feels good. Stuff is happening. So I appreciate y'all because it's freaking talking awesome. about it. Yeah, no, it's so it's so fun because it's just fun. <laughs> we appreciate you being on our podcast. Yeah, so. this yeah. was sweet. Yeah, like maybe, I said, maybe I trapped it here. <laughs> 
Somebody listen to me. Just listen to me. Hey, hey, hey. Mister. 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to us. At least watch Homicide. Yeah, yeah, if you're please. not going to listen to us, watch Homicide. HomicideMcCloud.com or uh, go to Troma Now and download the app and watch it. Yeah. yeah. And then watch the Toxic Avenger afterwards because it's awesome. <laughs> but but mostly watch Homicide. Watch yeah. Homicide. But, <laughs> but really, you know, you know you're just going to go watch the Toxic Avenger if you go. Ew, no. HomicideMcCloud.com <laughs> is all you need. HomicideMcCloud.com slash old man slaughter <laughs> slash 2023 coming for you. Do not listen. None of those. <laughs> don't, 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 Please don't put those in it there. Is, That's a fake is, website. <laughs> That man in the background has been get dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Get dead, dig it. <laughs> you did. Thanks for listening to another episode. <laughs> if you're actually listening to Shira and people say, What is best in life? Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women. Yeah! <laughs>